This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Little Wing is now streaming on Paramount Plus. I'm in a period of emotional people. I saw all the oh, I don't care crap. A little adventure. Where are you going? I'm gonna steal a bird from the Russian pigeon mafia. Let's do it. Goes a long way. <laughs> Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Life can hurt, but life is sweet. Little Wing, rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Hello and welcome to the movie podcast review of Morbius. My name is Daniel and joining me today are my fellow vampires, Anthony. Hello. And Shabazz. Good evening. Oh, there we go. I was hoping. We, who, who vampire do you relate to the most in fiction, Shay? The Count. Okay. From Sesame Street. Okay, good. And how about yourself, Anthony? Um... Brad Pitt in Interview with the Vampire. Okay. Uh, that's the one with Jonathan Lipnicki. Yes. No, that's not. But I will I will relate most to uh, Little Vampire. I'll relate to that one. How okay. are you guys doing, though? Shay, how you, I'll start with you. How are you doing? You know, I'm doing great. Allergy season is back with a vengeance. It's back. Maybe uh, Michael Morbius will have a cure for you. And that's the thing. Maybe I got to inject some, like, Bats? Uh, pollen in me <laughs> and turn into pollen man or something I maybe a bee that, that is a cure to anything inject inject the thing what you you're allergic most. to yeah. into you become who you hate is what they yeah. say right interesting every good origin story is yeah. okay okay anthony how are you doing though i'm um, i'm in the same boat with shay um but a different boat <laughs> what, what are you my <laughs> allergies have they're there but they're, they're they haven't affected me as much as yeah. shay's allergies okay I'm, just, I'm, I'm the precursor to your allergies yeah. i i would inject shay into me uh-huh. with his injected pollen to become stronger i'm i'm lost now i take your blood oh, okay and now i'm shay but with but, Oh, you injected what you hate the most. Oh, I get it. I get it. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. So I hate pollen. Oh, and I hate you the most. Okay. <laughs> it's just like double injection. Ah, uh, it's true. Nosferatu's a vampire, right? Yeah. Okay. Is, isn't that the vampire he's name? He's the oldest vampire. He's the oldest vampire, yeah. yeah. Uh, I just know him from SpongeBob. I'm so sorry. Uh, as always, you can catch a brand new episode of the movie podcast every single Monday. There's a great episode that you can listen to right now where we cover everything that happened at the oscars on sunday you could also catch review episodes and all the latest movies and series uh there's lots of great reviews you could check out right now we just dropped our moon Knight review for the first four episodes spoiler free also our review for everything everywhere all at once is now available so make sure you're following us on instagram twitter tiktok and letterbox um so you can see exactly when all of our episodes go live don't forget you can leave us a review on apple podcasts spotify join our discord and write into the show at hello at the moviepodcast.ca. Uh, if you want to get a visual medium instead, you could head over to youtube.com slash the movie podcast. Anthony's been doing some great work over there, getting all of our videos up and getting our shorts there. So, you know, we're just trying to, you know, we want you to ring that bell and smash that like button, right? That's what they say. That's a hundred percent. We want you to subscribe, like, comment, and inject yourself with mm. our media. Right. Uh, I don't know what you would turn into if you did do that, but if you really did want to live the movie podcast way, 
let me give you a really great segue. The Movie Podcast merch is now available. So if you want to dress like us, if you want to have a really cool shirt, uh, we're partnering with the good folks over at Bonfire to create official uh, podcast merch for the Movie Podcast. Uh, so check out the link in the show notes below or wherever you're listening to this episode, and it will get you to our Bonfire page. And you can pick up some shirts, long sleeve t-shirts, and whatever you like. There, what do you? What, what's your favorite? What are you rocking right now, Shay? See, I'm rocking the the green tee. Ooh, that yeah. dark forest green dark shirt. Dark forest green. It is a uh, nice one. Green is a great color for my complexion. It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. 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 Big mm-hmm. fan of the green. Yeah. Anthony, how about yourself? What's your favorite? Uh, for me, it's the long sleeve black tee. Nice. Um, right. You put that over shorts. You, you go, you know, you have that out in the summer. Yep. I always do the reverse. I wear a long sleeve. You do do that. And a short. Oh, yeah. I'm a, I'm a uh, fan of that, too. I'm a fan of that, too. Sort of a, like a long pant and a t-shirt. Right. So I do the opposite. Just more sporty look. And, you know, I think the tees are great quality. Yeah. Um, and our symbol, our, our logo, just stands out so much. I'd say it's a symbol. Symbol of fear. A symbol. Oh, symbol <laughs> of vengeance. me. Uh, <laughs> but, yes, I'm, I'm rocking. I've been rocking the green. Sorry, the not the green. I've been rocking the gray t-shirt with our logo. Yeah. Uh, been really liking it. So, uh, finally, it's here. I know we've been getting a lot of questions asking, when are we finally going to get merch? We've begun the process. So, now you could officially order it. It starts shipping about a few days after you order. And, of course, every um, shirt that you order helps keep the lights and the mics on for the movie podcast. So, thank you so much for doing that. Uh, but today. But, but what's this whoa. little special, though? Oh, tell me. What's special, about, about, like. What if you buy those shirts right now? Yeah. What if you put a little code in there? I think if you put a little code in there, yes, there is a promotion code going on right now. So if you did want to buy a shirt and you wanted to save 10% off, put in the keyword movie and you'll save 10% off. You won't forget it. You won't. I hope you don't it's forget part, it. It's, it's literally one of the words on in the, the shirt of the podcast. And, and on, the shirt, and on so, the shirt. And you won't forget it. Dude, I would message you. Yeah, yeah you, you'd be like, I, yo, what's that word again? What, what's what, the word? What movie? What's what's the movie podcast? <laughs> <laughs> but you wouldn't even say that. You'd be like, what, yo, what's movie podcast uh, code? We what's use? our show name? Yeah, yeah <laughs> I don't know. Um, also, so one quick thing before we dive into our spoiler-free review, uh, we have some special guests joining us on the movie podcast next week. If you're following us, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it as a tease, uh, so you can make sure you're following us on our socials to see exactly who we're talking to. Uh, but let's just say it involves some different multiverses, and I'm gonna leave it at that uh but today's episode is all about morbius this is our spoiler free review and i want to say thank you to our friends at sony pictures canada for inviting us to watch it the film stars jared leto as dr michael morbius alongside matt smith adria arjona jared harris al madrigal and tyrese gibson and morbius releases in theaters april 1st it ain't no joke um and it's going to be coming out this friday and i just want to say of course this is going to be spoiler free unlike everything else that you've seen online about this movie we will keep our mouths shut uh anthony i'm going to get you to start us off with the synopsis dangerously ill with a rare blood disorder and determined to save others suffering his same fate dr morbius attempts a desperate gamble while at first it seems to be a radical success a darkness inside him is unleashed will good override evil or will Morbius succumb to his mysterious new urges? So this movie has been a long time coming. We had a running joke on the show that the trailer used to say, you know, from the studio that brought you far from home and then from the studio that brought you no way home. And now we're finally here. Shay, what were your thoughts going into this movie and what are your first reactions coming out of it? You know, you, you kind of just brought up like this, this film's very tumultuous release that we've kind of had oh that's a that's an expensive word you just dropped yeah, on us. Was, let me look that well, up well, in the dictionary money now for sure, <laughs> it's so true that's we, we can afford those we words now, word now. <laughs> and 
not even that, but just the week leading up to this, we got all the spoilers. Like you can see the like the post credit scenes been leaked. Like everything is out there right now. So I, I luckily I, I didn't read any of that or, or seeing that before I went in to watch this movie. But I'm I'm a little surprised when I say this. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't as bad as people were kind of making it seem. Um, you know, having watched both Venom and Venom Two: Let There Be Carnage. Which movie? Sorry, Venom. No, thank you. No, I just didn't, wasn't sure. Yes, you don't know what I'm talking about until I do yeah. the voice. I get that. Is there a Morbius? Who's the Who's into the more Morbius voice? Yeah, but what's the Morbius voice? Ah! <laughs> I come just to suck your blood. Oh, yeah, exactly. That's it. <laughs> uh, but I. I'm I'm also not a huge fan of uh, of Jared Leto. I just his acting just always kind of bothers me. But in this film, he's very serviceable. He he does the role as good as he possibly can, and he doesn't come off annoying. The movie has great merits in the sense of you can tell they were trying to make something good, but they misfire on what the story is. Um, the film feels like it's ripped out of 2003. It does. Yeah. There's there's some shoddy CGI, but there's fun being had by matt smith which feels like he's in a different movie altogether matt smith is in a totally different movie than totally everyone else in this film. movie yeah but i'm i i left the movie going like yeah that was bad but there was there's potential in this there you put this with the right writers there's something good that can happen with this character i just i just feel like sony's you know cinematic universe they've created right now isn't built on quality no, What's it's it built on, like, let's just get it out there. Let's yeah. get these characters and, and out there. these films so far have been such at, at a breakneck, breakneck speed of pacing. Like, Venom of the Carnage didn't even let you breathe. This film kind of slows down a little bit, but it's just moving so fast you have no time to actually connect with what's happening. There's The villains are just being introduced, mm-hmm. you know, within within the first 10 minutes, he's already Morbius. Like, it's, it's very quick, this film. Everything's very fast. It's very quick pace in this movie, which normally isn't a bad thing, I mean, in the right, in the right circumstances, but I, I will say, I do respect that this movie didn't try and make something that was over two hours long. We literally just got a comic book movie that felt like it came out at the same time as Daredevil or Electra. Like, it feels like in that same vein that this movie's coming out, which... You know, you may go into this, and if you're a fan of the Venom movies, I think there's going to be, uh, a, they share a very similar DNA. And like you said, Shay and Anthony, like these movies have been kind of coming out from the Sony end. We've been seeing the quality side more with the Marvel Studios branding uh, with Spider-Man, but Sony's been kind of playing in their own playground and doing their own things with this as, as we see. And, you know, this movie also in the teasers was letting you know, hey, this is connected to the world of Spider-Man somehow. There's Spider-Man billboards, and here's uh, Michael Keaton's character. So uh, it's very. I'm going to be very interested to see uh, the reactions to people once they kind of get the answers uh, for that. Anthony, where are you at with Morbius? You know, going into this film, I, I, you know, the precedent was I'm not going to like it because it's just that's the world we live in and seeing reactions and everyone's talking about it and it's we've been talking about this movie a long time time, the time to get this movie into the screen just took forever so i'm like okay it's gonna kind of be like venom but once the movie started i was a little bit intrigued and i could clearly see the potential of this character and jared leto did not bother me as much as i thought he would like he actually right i liked his character he he, i liked michael morbius michael morbius is an interesting character yeah and 
I think that part of the movie was where I saw the potential. I'm like, man, this could really be a good film. Right. But the writing is where it just kills me. It's the editing. It's the directing. That's where it just kind of goes downhill. The writing is lazy. The directing, it felt like you were watching a music video because the continuity of shots, you would be going from one destination to another, but it didn't make sense. Certain scenes where Michael would show up, you would wonder how he got there or how he he is interacting with this person or that person. It just felt very, like, use your imagination. You could figure out how he got there. You can tell there are reshoots in this film. And yeah, you could definitely like, tell. And a lot of ADR, right? We, of we were ADR. mentioning, and we don't typically call out those type of things because, you know, making movies is hard. Nobody wants to go out and make a bad movie. But it was also very jarring in the scene where you're getting voiceovers from people or you're hearing lines of dialogue that, quality-wise sound different from the location that they're in. Yeah. And also, you're not seeing people's lips moving. Yeah. So, like, that's, 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 that's the biggest one. That's that's the biggest kind of egregious thing about that, right? And the visual effects didn't really bother me either. Like, I thought certain parts of the visual effects were really good. I, I actually liked the sound, especially in the beginning. The sound yeah, was, was great. It, really like, cool sound it design. It you in your seat, which was... I think that's a plus when you're watching a movie and you're like, okay, I'm intrigued. Let's let's we keep watched, watching. We watched this. it in IMAX as well. Yeah, and it looked crisp in IMAX as well. Like, yeah. but there are certain parts where you could clearly see the mouth is not matching the audio. Right, and like things like that. Like you're you're making a movie. You you have to like fix that before you those pr- those are the, those are the things that pull you out of the movie. Because again, now that we're saying this movie's terrible or great it's kind of somewhere weirdly in the middle but it's like those type of things that uh we when when you notice them in a movie those are the type of things that will really pull you out and it will make you make everything else kind of seem worse yeah um because of that right right yeah um, with the Daniel? oh sorry go ahead just just one thing like i thought like the there are scary moments in this and i thought if this was in a better director's hands um who was the director for Doctor Strange, the first Doctor Strange? Scott, Scott Derrickson. Derrickson, yeah. Scott uh, Scott Derrickson. Yeah. If he were to direct this, because I think his Doctor Strange would have went more horror. I think that's where the creative difference is. For sure, where, yeah. Like, you can clearly see, like, the potential of this character being in a horror film that's also a superhero film. Right. Right. Um, and I, I, I just hope, like, you get... I just hope you we get a better story in the future. Um, but... It's a little, it's a hit and miss at times. Right. There's potential. It, there is. Potential, and, yes. And 100%. I think that's, I, I like what you said there, Anthony, because I think, again, the director of this film is, it was an interesting choice. Uh, Daniel Espinoza, who directed Safe House, he directed Life, which we actually liked, which is a Jake Gyllenhaal, Ryan Reynolds, Rebecca Ferguson film, which is basically kind of like a Venom movie, but in space. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it was also a Sony Pictures movie that everyone thought, is this a secret Venom uh prequel you remember that it could yeah it could have been really cool if it was um but uh there there's moments in this where i'm like yeah like they're just relying too much on horror movie tropes it's like oh here's a here's a long hallway with the lights flickering and a character pops into the screen it's like you don't need to do this and i think if you had someone who came from a horror movie background you could have made this movie really scary and i'm also thinking like okay sony you're doing your own thing right now anyway this is where you could kind of swing for the fences and do some really weird shit. You know, if you wanted to turn Morbius into an R-rated, not that it needs to be R-rated, but if you wanted to do a full-on horror movie, this is the character to do it. Maybe if we get a sequel, if this movie is is does well, we'll see uh, maybe 
more of a horror take on this character and him kind of battling some darker creatures out there. And I think that would be really cool because I don't want to see this character like fight Spider-Man. Like, I don't, I don't think that would be that interesting. No. You know what I mean? Like, but, I, but with this, Spider-Man, this character is so perfect for Blade. Yeah. And I know he is, that's, that's Blade's kind of like, we'll say villain that he goes and finds. Right. But like this character does not make sense in the Sony universe it makes sense in the Marvel universe. Yeah, where he could right. play with those like darker characters, yeah. right? Uh, but for me, for this movie, honestly, I, I I think like with you guys, we were just kind of expecting, you know, like a dumpster fire. And I kind of left, I never once in this movie was just like, this is god awful or anything like that yeah no but i was also like yeah this isn't great this isn't this yeah. isn't too good Be- especially it has those moments where you're just like wow this is a choice you know there's a scene where like matt smith's character is like dancing and you're like why is this here and there's a lot of scenes in this movie even though it is a shorter film feels like these kind of are just deleted scenes that they had to put in here to pad the timing of this movie shay you kept pointing out how many establishing shots of new york city <laughs> is in this movie every single transitional scene in this film is a skyscraper it's a, it's like a skyscraper and again it's such a it's such a it's just something that almost reminds me of like if a tv show does because yeah. a tv show coming back from commercial oh this is right. where we are law and order law and order it's like <laughs> here, here here's yeah. the skyline but yeah it's it's a very interesting thing to call out and you know i know it may sound nitpicky but it's it's enough to the point that we're like this is kind of strange that they keep doing this we also have side characters that are there but they don't do anything for the story right like tyree skipson tyree skipson and uh, his his character tyree skipson and uh the other actor al madrigal is just they're just kind of in this movie for some reason you know they're like detectives kind of track down what's going on and they a lot of staring out a lot of staring out they're always just kind of like at the scene after the fact and they're not in this movie too much but they're also like what's your role then in this film and i think they could have easily just been removed from this movie they didn't push the story forward no or like they like you can literally move their scenes and the movie changes in no way yeah there's a scene yeah. where like we see morbius go up to the rooftop and then tyrese's character is like on the bottom floor and then literally there's a slow motion sequence and then Tyree Skipson is on the roof. So I'm like, how the hell did he get there so fast? Yeah. Does he have powers too? Yeah. It's like, like there's a lot of moments like that. Like it, it really feels like a movie from the early 2000s where like, we don't really know how to make a superhero movie yet. We haven't cracked the formula, but there is some really interesting things in this movie. And I, and I will say Jared Leto, love him or hate him. He is at least interesting to watch in this movie. He's the best part of this. Film. He is the best part of this movie. And I, and I, I'll, like I said with Venom, this, this shares a lot of similar DNA to Venom and I will happily watch a sequel to this movie. Is this movie good? No, but I'm curious enough to see what they do next that I will watch it. Is that is that strange to say? Yeah. No, because because it's it's just the movie. Like, like, like we keep saying, there's potential. Like it is a bad movie, but there's something there that you're like, you could do something really good with this. But why aren't you? Right. Especially and- when you've had this movie delayed so much, you would think, like, it's it's just crazy how much from the trailers to this movie has changed. It's true, and you and you will see that people going into this thinking that this is going to be really tied to Spider-Man, just set your expectations because you're not going to be getting that type of movie. And this is the movie that I was hoping to go into to get those kind of Venom-related questions answered. The only thing that we kind of get is this movie takes place in the Venom universe. That's about it. Right. But again, still, so many more questions. Like I, I feel like this one should have at least 
answered more. It feels like Sony is just biding time right now till they get some sort of approval from Marvel or of what we could do. Or, or yeah, or yeah, they kind of get an idea exactly what they can mm-hmm. do, so they can finally be like, "Yes, this was our plan all along. We we're going to bring back Andrew Garfield as Spider Man, or right. we're going to have our own Spider Man, or there is no Spider Man. Like we're just biding time." Right. right. I did like Adria Arjona in this film. Who, Adria Arjona, yeah. yeah, who is the uh, the doctor who Michael Morbius works with. Um, I wish there was. I wish she was used a bit more uh, because the scenes that like she, she's good in what we get. And then she kind of disappears from the movie for a long time. Um, and then I think the weakest part of this movie is the villain as we've kind of seen in the two Sony Marvel movies that we've gone in the last five years with venom and then let there be carnage. The villain has been the worst part of those movies. Uh, we love him. Oscar winner Riz Ahmed was such a bizarre character in the first venom and then we had woody harrelson in the second film who was just crazy it just it was such a such a weird performance and it's not even just the performance it's just the writing of the character and i think it all kind of comes back to the writing of the story because visually there's some really cool visuals like anthony was saying the slow-mo shots look a little dated it Mm -hmm. doesn't look it looks a little shoddy sometimes but you're like okay they're trying to go for a different visual style and i kind of like the 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 smoke effect the smoke the ripples it kind of reminded me like when characters apparate in harry potter yeah nightcrawler remind me of nightcrawler Nightcrawler too um and it looks cool and especially when jared Leto's kind of wearing the purple jacket with the like the, with the undertones. I'm like, oh, it, it looks like the, the, his. It looks like his costume, yeah. um, which was really cool. Um, but yeah, I think just the, the weakest parts of this film come from the villain and Matt Smith's character. Um, he had that interview not too long ago where he was saying, "Yeah, I didn't really know what was going on. I was just doing whatever the director <laughs> told me to do." You could tell, and you could tell that you could tell that this was a performance that he just kind of went in, you know, cashed a paycheck and and dipped, and he it just. <laughs> It's not a strong performance. It's a very uh, poorly written character in the sense that his motivation to turn on Morbius and to do all of this stuff, it's just very thin. And not warranted. It's like, very thin. It's not it. warranted. Like, it's not warranted. It's not believable. It's just, it just, it's, it's such, it's such a silly turn. And it reminds me of like, okay, we have to have a villain um, get mad at the hero for not helping them. And then there we go. There we go. That's yeah. it. And it's like, oh, of course, because he because he he becomes his character and he injects himself with something. He goes crazy and starts to act funny, starts dancing and starts, you know, like it's yeah. such it's such a tired uh, like trope that we've seen in these films from like twenty years ago. Yeah. And I'm like, how are we still doing the same thing with these characters? Well, some of the things that I also kind of didn't understand were um, like the opening title sequence and the ending title credits. They have this like you know tron 80s kind of like synth vibe going on like beautiful colors but it doesn't match the film at all no it's a very dark movie it's like it it makes it seem like such a cool hip like you know funk film like like very electro pop and then all of a sudden the movie has nothing to do with that so i found that you know design choice very interesting and also the score like we we get a lot of like batman tones yeah the mm-hmm. bum, bum. Yeah, we're like oh like, my god oh, okay, hans like, zimmer's here yeah because he's like and he's like rising up with the bats and i'm like oh is this are they just saying batman right now like what is this yeah. i got i got a lot of that there was there was that one sequence where you're just like is that the score for yeah. batman begins and, yeah. and even like the way it was shot with the bats hovering around and it just felt like batman begins yes because at times yes it's a supernatural film but it can also feel grounded yeah um but yeah, I got that a lot. And I'm like, yeah. that's kind of cheat. Like, don't take something from another movie and about like, bats. <laughs> and yeah, about with bats with in bats. it, and like stick it into your film. And it just it looks cheap. Like you're yeah. you're cheaping out your own film. Be original. 
and that's why I think like for this film, they should have had a horror director directing it. I'm really curious to see because I think, you know, if we do get another film in this universe with Morbius, um, I'm really curious to see what path they go down. This movie is very much an origin story. Um, I'm really curious to see where they go from here. Any other final thoughts on Morbius before we give our final reactions and recommendations? The uh, the mid-credits scenes yeah. are so bizarre. Stupid. Like, they have literally... I they, they seem so hammed up and very last minute. I don't even know how to describe them. Um, they feel they feel very tacked on and very strange considering the marketing for this movie. Again, we won't spoil it now. This is our spoiler-free review. Uh, but we will talk about it in the coming weeks on the movie podcast. But it's a very bizarre thing to have attached to this movie and a character to be introduced. Strange, strange motivation, too. I would yeah. say like you you had the word. It's it's a marketed, marketed ending yeah. to a film. Yeah, with a commercial shoot. Yeah, it felt like a commercial shoot, and it felt like this is what to expect, but with no proper story buildup to it. Very last minute. Very last minute. Yeah, very very strange. But let's get to our final recommendations. Shay, I'm going to get you to start us off. I I'm going to say skip it. I I I don't think you actually have to watch this movie. I think if you're curious, maybe wait till it comes out uh, for streaming through maybe Disney Plus or however they want to release this movie. Uh, maybe Netflix. Is Probably stars or, or stars Netflix, or yeah. something. But uh, if you liked Venom, you're probably going to like this. So then go watch it. But if you did not like Venom, you're not going to enjoy this film either. Anthony, how about yourself? If, if you're a fan of Venom, I would say definitely go watch this. Uh, but for me personally, I would add this to my queue. I would watch this at home. It's not something to rush out to. There's nothing that you're going to gain from the story that's going to really excite you into the universe Sony's trying to make or fumbly make. But um, yeah, this is definitely uh, added to your queue for me. Yeah, I'm I'm right there with you guys. I don't think you need to see this movie in theaters. You could skip that easily. But if you do like Venom, uh, you'll probably get a lot of enjoyment out of this movie. And I think there were some moments that we really enjoyed and laughed at, maybe for the wrong reasons. But uh, and like Anthony, I would say if you if you are curious, add it to your queue. Check it out when it does come on home release. Uh, I just want to say thank you to again to our friends at Sony Pictures Canada for inviting us to watch Morbius. You could catch it in theaters. April 1st, if that's your thing. Uh, and as always, you can catch a brand new episode of the movie podcast every single Monday and watch out throughout the week for review episodes and all the latest movies and series. There are lots of episodes and lots of reviews out for you to check out. Don't forget, you could follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterboxd and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and join our Discord and write into the show at hello at the moviepodcast.ca. The movie podcast merch is available now. If you want to support our show, that would mean the world to us. There's some really great shirts available and we plan on making a lot more so definitely go check those out all the links you need are in our show notes below and that was this time with the movie podcast and we'll see you next